Hello, guys. Welcome in to College Sportscast Weekend Wrap-Up Show. Uh, we're running a little late today. Today is a special birthday edition. It's my birthday. Well, happy birthday. <laughs> Mine was last Sunday. You know, that's really weird. <laughs> because yours was last Sunday. Mine is this Sunday. And John Hammond's is next Sunday. Oh, man. Seriously. Got us just three three weeks in a row. Just boom, bam, bam. Yeah, seriously. Obviously, several years in between all of us, but yeah. Right. But his is October 8th. Mine's October 1st. And yours must be the September 24th? Correct. Exactly a week apart between all of us, like within dates. Yeah. Three weeks in a row. Yeah. Which is crazy. That's a that's weird crazy. Yep. And we had no earthly idea that that was the case when we were doing setting any of this up. Right? Right on cue. <laughs> well, folks, we'd like to wait. We like to wait because yeah. Brad can't tell that the video is over. Oh, it's over. I can't. I just don't know if I'm back live. Can you hear me? Yes, I can. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. I just didn't know if the video, if I can't, it doesn't tell me if my mic is back or not. So I can't never tell. I just assume it is <laughs> until it isn't. Right. All right, man. Uh, we had a great, I felt like I had a great weekend. I had fun as a Kentucky fan beating Florida three times in a row is definitely a fun, fun time. Um, especially the last Three years, it's been right either before or on or after my birthday. And, you know, it's just been fun. I mean, it's been an absolute blast, and I've had fun with it. Two years ago, I was there. I almost tried to go to this one. Um, Hammonds was there yesterday, and it's just an absolute um I, and I can't really describe it, you know, after losing as many times as we have um, throughout the years uh, to the Florida Gators and then winning three in a row, four out of six um, against the Gators is, I'm just going to be honest, it's pretty fun. Yeah, I bet. Yeah, you know, it's pretty fun, actually, and Knowing yeah. quite a few Gator fans and and things like that, why, you know, I mean, it uh, it's just fun. That's all I can tell you. So, you know, 
that's how the day started for me yesterday. Of course, the Florida and Kentucky game was at noon or 11 o'clock Central Time. Just depends on what time zone you guys are. But so that's how the day started for me and uh, watched some good games after that. Of course, um, Auburn and Georgia yesterday was. It was a game. It was there. A heck of a. A heck of a lot better game than I would have given credit for, to be honest with you. Um, yeah. You know, um, I, it's not like I thought Georgia was going to, like, steamroll them or nothing, but the spread was only 14, and I thought that kind of sounded low, to be honest with you. I didn't expect it to be, like, 35 or nothing, but – I really expected somewhere between like a 17 and 21 point win, to be honest with you. Right. Right. Um, you know, somewhere in that range, probably. Yeah. There were a lot of people picking double digits. I really did. I kind of expected, I knew Auburn would keep it close through the first half. Yeah. Not as close as they did. I mean, I thought it would be Top like, a, <laughs> no, I, I thought it'd be like maybe 20 to 10 or something. Not, but not, could have been an Auburn lead if Auburn would have kicked field goal instead of try to go for it. Yeah. I mean, I thought it would be, you know, a close game. I just didn't think. I thought it'd be like 10 at halftime. And they'd push another 10, beat them by 20, you know? Right, right. That's kind of what I thought. Um, I have to give, you know, Auburn a little credit. They, they pushed them way further than that. Um, Georgia had to score a touchdown with about two minutes to go. Um to to win twenty seven to twenty yesterday, um, or yeah, yesterday, um, and I don't think Georgia has looked quite like what we have been, ex, you know, what we've been exposed to the last two years so far. Correct. I think the them being dominant on both the offense and defensive line while they're still really good on the offense and defensive line they're just not dominating on the offense and defensive line and then the quarterback is not doing anything to put them in bad situations he's not really a big huge playmaker at the point right now but he's not doing anything to put him in bad situations um for the most part he did throw a pick against auburn um uh yesterday and he did uh but he did make a play uh, when it counted. He had a guy, I mean, he had, uh, what was it, uh, Eugene Asante uh, just about put him on his back or did put him on his back but still was able to make the throw um, right on target. Uh, and that avoided, I think, a third and long situation. So he's he's done everything that they've needed him to do. Um, but, I mean, Whatever you you may think of the uh, of the previous quarterback, he still was very dynamic, even with his legs. And I mean, Carson Beck still ran the ball too, and had a pretty decent amount of yards there. But the what is really weird is that the the uh, uh, the script on here was like the exact opposite, whereas Carson Beck was twenty eight of thirty three for thirteen uh, three hundred thirteen yards. Uh, one TD, one interception. Peyton Thorne was 10 of 19 for 82 yards. Also right. one interception, that being at the end of the game. 
But Georgia as a team rushed for 107 yards. Auburn as a team rushed for 219. So like one team ran the ball really well but couldn't throw it. The other team could throw it but couldn't run it. I just thought that was weird. So. Hmm. Yeah. But, um, yeah, you know, I mean. I mean, that's the reason why. I'm going to be honest with you. That's the reason why the, the, the week before Auburn's offense was about as much of nothing as you could possibly say. Like, oh, yeah. um, I mean, I just – they 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 they're pretty good on defense. They look like so far, yep. um, but they just haven't been able to find any offense. And you know um, that was the reason why I thought you know that well, it would so, be close to a three point score, three score game is what so I thought. This week it didn't look like Peyton Thorne was throwing at ten feet, you know, twenty feet beyond or twenty yards beyond the. Uh, the wide receiver or anything like that he actually was hitting them in the hands um most of the 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 incompletions that happened were actually drops and not uh and not just wildly incompleted passes you know wild wildly thrown uh passes that were you know 20 yards over the head you know first row of the of the you know first row of the sideline over there but it was just because last week that's what it looked like that's what it looked like it looked like peyton thorne was all over the place this time, it looked like Peyton Thorne was in control. Um, you still needed to let me have ask you, as, the option let me of ask you as an Robbie Auburn Ashford. fan. Yeah, let me ask you about an, as an Auburn fan. Okay, it is has is is Robbie Ashford been the better quarterback so far? So Robbie Ashford, they haven't had him throw it very much, which. Makes me very skeptical about his ability as far as to be accurate with his passes. So most of his passes, for the most part, have been swing a swing pass or you know a, a quick throw to the toward the sideline. So, but nothing has been like haven't really seen him try to throw it downfield much. And I think the one or two times that he did, he wildly overthrew his target. So I'm still trying to figure out what, you know, I mean, w what we saw in game one, his role was, you know, the, the red zone quarterback. He came in, they yeah, ran. That's what the, it looked like. Yeah. They ran, you know, basically a wildcat quarterback and he didn't really throw it. He just ran the right. ball or he, he, he ran RPOs and just had, you know, a lot of, you know, extending the mesh point and then figuring out, you know, reading the defensive end and then, you know, making a decision. But he looks pretty good doing that. Yes, he does. So, but there are and teams that, that are – honest with you, Peyton Thorne, as a quarterback and landing, you know, throws and things, the, I mean, he really hasn't looked all that great. Correct. This time he looked a little better, um, but again, as you said, he hasn't looked all that great. Again, Robbie Ashford probably still isn't the quarterback. He's not. I mean, I would, I want one of no, them. No, he's just, just that to steady. step up. Yes, I just want one of them to step up. 
last week, what stunk. I'm just saying, as an Auburn fan, it feels last like week, to me. That last week, what stunk about this, this whole quarterback situation is that none of them could make a decision. None of them could make a decision and go. It was it was like they were trying to uh, when 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 running the ball they were trying to uh, have their blocks you know trying to to be patient like a running back and and read the block and then go when in all honesty with those two I mean especially with Ashford I mean it better be put your stick your foot in the ground and go on on some of those uh, Thorne was holding on to the ball way too long um, thus he was getting sacked. He wasn't – even when he had guys that were wide open, he was not trusting, you know, his arm, and he wasn't even attempting to throw it to those guys. And then he was looked like he was just reading one guy, and if that guy couldn't get open, you know, he was going down. Um, we didn't yeah, – we you. saw Man, a little bit of it this time, but for the most part it looked like if he didn't see that guy get open, he at least made the decision to run as opposed to stay in the pocket and then take the sack. I'm just um, simply looking so, for at looking at the best way for all what who gives Auburn the best chance? That's a great question. And at this moment, nobody. <laughs> that's you know what I mean? That's that's what I'm the what be I would be looking at if I was gotta, freeze right now. I mean, I realize whatever he picks this year out of these guys is not going to be what the offense looks like down the road, you know, for Auburn. That's not what's going to be. But to finish out this year and to play, you know, to play this year, heading into week six of the football season, mm-hmm. you know, it's time that you got to pick a dude to me and, you know, well, and, and ride with it, hopefully. Good news is next week is an off week. So, well, don't have to that gives them a little extra time. So, yeah. That's right. All right. So, we always here at College Sportscast on Sundays, we always go through the AP poll. Usually, the AP poll has only been out for a couple of hours. Today, I kind of celebrated my birthday with some family and stuff. And so, we're doing this a whole lot later than we normally do. But the AP poll uh, for week six come out today. And despite Georgia – barely hanging in with Auburn and, and getting that win remains number one in the AP poll. They did lose a whole lot of first place votes and they're only up about 60 some votes um, over Michigan at number two They They only got 35 first place votes and uh, there's four other, it looks like four other schools. Michigan, Texas, Ohio State, and Florida State, they got some first-place votes. Um, So they did lose quite a bit of first-place votes uh, from kind of struggling with Auburn yesterday at Jordan-Hare. So, uh, like I said, Michigan's number two. Texas is number three. Um, Ohio State's number four. Five is Florida State. Six is Penn State, and seven is Washington. There is no movement in the top seven. They are all the same as the week before. Then number eight, we have Oregon. That's up one spot. USC fell one spot after um, yesterday, and we will get to more um, on the USC situation. They were up big on Colorado at halftime and did not 
play well in the second half. Um, won the game, but dropped a spot. Notre Dame is number 10, and they went up a spot after the win, come back late last night against Duke. Um, so they are back into the top 10. And I'll let you go from 11 on down, John. Start All right. 11. So uh, number 11 is Alabama. They're up one. Oklahoma is 12. They're up two. Washington State is up three at 13. North Carolina up one at 14. Uh, Oregon State, after losing to Washington State last was it last week? Last week was that mm-hmm. one. Uh, is up four. Um, but they won. They beat Utah this week. They beat Utah. That's right. That was an ugly looking yeah. game, but they did beat Utah. Um, and so they are up four spots to number fifteen. Ole Miss uh, is up four spots after beating. LSU in a uh, defense is optional game. Um, <laughs> Miami yeah. is still undefeated, uh, and they they had a bye went up one spot. They well, they won the bye week. It looks like they went up one spot. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Utah fell eight spots after losing to Oregon State. Duke fell two spots after losing to Notre Dame. Um, these are the 18th and 19th spots kentucky stayed the same after beating florida imagine that didn't go anywhere they just stayed at number 20 uh missouri up two spots at 21 tennessee down one spot despite winning the game uh is uh number 22 lsu dropped 10 spots after losing their second uh game at 23 fresno state is 24 and Louisville is 25. So Florida dropped out after Kentucky beat them. Um, Kansas dropped out. Is that right? I believe Kansas dropped out. I think they were in the 20s uh, yeah, before they I got beat by Texas. Yeah. And they dropped out as, as well. So Correct. Um, he's talking about um, – the the LSU and Ole Miss game last night. I mean, honestly, I don't. You know, Ole Miss the week before playing Alabama looked like they. You know, it's like they just they can't get it together to play Alabama for some reason. I, I don't. I, it's not, I, I don't know what the deal is, but they never look offensively like Ole Miss ever when they play Alabama. Um, and then I, I I wanted to pick Ole Miss in this game so bad the other day at game day pick them. I didn't, but I talked about it the entire time. And I just had a feeling they would have a bounce back game. But I'm going to say this. LSU, as good as people think that they are, and as good as they have looked offensively, they're almost putrid defensively. And I don't is, I really I don't really understand. They have given up 155 points in five games, y'all. That seems like a lot. 
It is a lot. Kentucky's given up 76 or something like that. Oh. They've given up 155 points in five games. Let's see. Can I get Yeah, that would be a that's a good one to go look up. I, I just I'm you know, Ole Miss both of them, I mean, it's just like who was going to have the ball last with enough time is really what that game was. Yep. Yeah, you know. And Ole Miss pulls it out, wins 55 to 49. I will say this, so I looked it up. Um, Ole Miss received a $100,000 fine. Yes. For storming the field um, today. After that win. So, you know, the next one will be a quarter million. And then the next one within the calendar year would be a half a million. From what I've seen. Yeah, that's, uh, that is exactly how the fines work here. Um, 100,000 on the first offense. And it goes up from there. So, um, that's SEC. That's yes, SEC fines, and it goes, it goes into the SEC fund. The um, it goes into a fund that helps academic academically for SEC. I can't remember exactly how that works, but what well, it's usually when you pass go, you'll receive two hundred dollars. <laughs> but if you land on the treasury thing, you get the whole thing. All right, so. <laughs> To uh, kind of go through our college football scoreboard, um, I'm going to start. The weekend actually started on Thursday. This mm -hmm. past weekend, we had Western Kentucky beating MTSU, Middle Tennessee State, 31 to 10. Tulsa beat Temple, 48 to 26. And Jacksonville State beat Sam Houston, 35 to 28 in an OT. That was on Thursday, the 28th. Friday the 29th, Louisville um, beat NC State at NC State 13 to 10 and is now 5 and 0. And you noticed in the AP poll, they have showed up at number 25 this week. Um, Utah loses a game that was kind of an ugly game, 21 to 7 to Oregon State. Um, and it was at Oregon State. Both were ranked, but here's what I want to say about this game. Cam Rising is still not playing, and we are now, you know, that was week five of the season, and all the talk was, you know, that he might be ready for the Florida game and blah, 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 leading up to everything, and that was on a Thursday before, um, you know, like it was August 26th or something like that was the game. Um, and now we're setting almost six weeks later and Cam Risen is still not playing in this season. And I think that's making a huge, huge difference in, in what Utah is. And, you know, are we going to see Cam Rising this year? this year? What do you think? Well, I mean, the injury, wasn't it a, it was a, it was an ACL and it was 
and it was uh wasn't it during like bowl game or something like that it was a bowl, it was a bowl game yep you're right bowl game so you're looking at what december january when that thing happened first so of january it's been it's been like yeah. it's been nine months it's been nine right. months essentially yep. and i mean honestly the 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 comeback from a from an acl is uh, it's gotten down to where it is at nine months, so he's not really that far off schedule. Some people are able to get it done quicker, but I mean, it used to be where it took a year or longer for the ACL. Right. Uh, so, so we're not really that far off track, or e even if we are off track, we're like right on time. So, I think what they were hoping was that if he were ahead of schedule, he could make the Florida game, and he just wasn't ahead of schedule. So, well, so the last two weeks, there's been talk that we that we might see Cam rising, but not as a starter. But and the games haven't played that way, and they're not going to put them in. They're not going to put them in if if it's uh, if it's close, unless they feel like he is healthy enough to be able to perform. So, um, I just think it kind of sucks. Utah is the two-time defending Pac-12 champs. Um, yep. And they have a really good team, especially with uh, you know they they have been missing one of their better tight ends as well. Right. Uh, I'm not sure if he's back now or not. Um, but you know they've been missing when they played Florida. They were down like five or six starters, normal starters, um, in that game. You know that were still out because of injuries. So. I don't really think – I mean, people – I've I've been hearing some people complaining about Utah and saying they're not as good as what we thought they were and, and things like that. And I just don't think we are seeing the Utah team just yet that we thought we might see. This and, year. I mean, I, th I think that's very true with, like, say, teams like Georgia because they've been missing players up until this past week. Until this week, were they not – they were missing Ladd McConkey for the first four weeks. I think they were missing – uh a, yep. One of their defensive tackles. They were missing a few other players as well. So I'm like, sure they'll all be back next week. Well, they were all that. Most of them were back this week for Auburn. So they just that hadn't. They, they, I mean, I get it, but they were. You know, your your joke lands a lot better when it when it worked against my team because it actually <laughs> happened to my team, not yours. Yours will be well, game two when they okay. can when they can all have right, actually a little rhythm. When they can actually have a little rhythm, yeah, you know, they need a tune-up. I'm sorry, tune-up game was was mine, and then next week that's yeah. when they're going to come and get you. Yeah, so, they'll all come uh, together. Yeah. That's right; it'll all come together, and they will be able to stop the run. They'll, they'll be able to stop like, the run next you know, week, and they'll, they'll look, look like, like the world team beaters. That can put up sixty points. Yeah, right, right, right. That they, they, they look like they can put up sixty points and 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 give up zero <laughs> at that time, and they'll right. be able to stop the run because right now they haven't been able to stop the run. They stopped, I know, and like, that's Auburn, a little bit encouraging, Auburn, actually. Which, which, yeah, because that's exactly what you guys do. You guys, uh, yeah. you guys it's can run it. It's actually a little bit and encouraging, then, and I'm afraid. Because, like, I, I, right now, guys, I'm like, I'm afraid like, to say you, this. You, you, know? you, you, you run the ball better that you, you run the ball really well, and you throw it better than Auburn did. So, yeah. you should. You know, in theory, be able to in theory, yes. put up put up good numbers. Yeah. You know, yeah. so I'm not, uh, I'm not there yet, guys. So don't say that I am. All right. Auburn was able to force a couple <laughs> fumbles and uh, and get an interception, right. which allowed for interception four, yeah. which was allowed allowed them to get 14 of their 20 points. 
uh, happened right. off of turnovers. So uh, right. I think, yeah, because yeah. Uh, okay. otherwise Auburn didn't do jack squat. I mean, again, right. two field goals. If you don't count the two turnovers that they scored, to, uh, they scored uh, 14 off of. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah, I got you. So, All right. so to finish up on Friday, uh, we had Louisiana Tech beat UTEP 24-10, and then we had a Big 12 game, BYU – Cincinnati, which sounds really weird to say that's a Big 12 game. <laughs> just, I, I'm just not there yet, guys. Uh, it's really weird to say, that, say that's a Big 12 game, but BYU beat Cincinnati 35 to 27. Um, and I think BYU has been better than what a lot of people thought. I also think Cincinnati has been better than what a lot of people thought. So um, that was that was on Friday. Um, I'm going to get to a few games here on Saturday, and then I'll kind of let you run through some some of the rest of them. But so first game on my list here says Penn State 41, Northwestern 13. This is a game that didn't really get open until seemed like the second or third quarter, and then finally Penn State put them away. Yeah, because I think it started out with uh, Northwestern starting off with a 10-0 lead, kind of like Auburn. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Except for – It was a really weird-looking weird game for the yeah. first like quarter and a half, something yeah. like that. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then Penn State put them away, beat them 41-13. to USC right. beats Colorado 48-41. to This was a game that was like – Tale of two halves. <laughs> 37 to 14 or something in the first half. Something like that. Something like that. Um, it's it a lot to a little in the first half. Yes. And then it was basically the opposite in the second half. And Colorado, you know, basically beat the crap out of them in the second half and wind up being a seven point game. It was a 20. One and a half point spread, and I'm proud to say that I actually picked Colorado because I don't trust USC's defense. But here we go. I, I, I honestly, I am not on board with calling USC a title contender with that kind of defense. I'm just no, not. no, no, no. They look flashy. They can, they can, they can outscore teams. But the question is, is how many points will they give up? Um, I think that when they run into the likes of Oregon. Uh, in Washington. the or Washington in 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 the Pac-12, I think that they may have a couple of losses right there because while they may Even have a really teams. good offense, and I mean, look, Oregon may give up, you know, thirty to them or whatever, but Oregon also may put up forty-five against them. You know, it might be something like that where it's a a forty-five, thirty-three, thirty-four type game where you know or uh, Washington may give up less against Oregon or against uh against uh USC and put you know put put a beat down on them who knows but i just yes i don't trust their defense just like you don't trust their defense um there really hasn't ever been many if any Lincoln Riley coached teams where defense was a priority yeah but you would think after a while, eventually, that he would recognize that and try to put together some sort of defense because he has 
the offense that could challenge for a title. He just could. he just cannot get together any kind of defense. And because of that, I mean, like I said, I'm just not on board with calling USC a title contender. I don't even think that they are going to win the Pac-12. No, I don't think they'll win the Pac-12 either. Like I said, I threw out two teams that I think that could uh, knock them off their perch. And if Cam Rising comes back, Utah may have a shot too. So Utah would have a shot if they have a healthy Cam Rising because they got the defense to stop them. And yeah. and Cam Rising, you know, a Cam, now, a Cam Rising led offense could, could score points. So they've lost a game out there now. So that he they, he needs to come back and start performing now if Utah's going to have that shot. But right. yeah, I'm just saying. So Kentucky beat Florida 33 to 14. Um, like I said, that was a beautiful game for me. Georgia beat Auburn 27 to 20. This is the top 25. Michigan beat Nebraska 45 to 7. Kansas pulled away in the second half. I mean, Kansas. Texas pulled away in the second half and beat Kansas 40 to 14. Sorry, so they did something that they were supposed to do. They yep. beat Kansas, which is something that they haven't really been able to do in quite some time, where they last five, a good, six, eight, a good six, Texas yeah. team still always lost to Kansas. It was that I will say this, and I don't loss. know exactly why. I didn't see why, but Jalen Daniels did not play in this game. Did not play. Um, I think um, it was played with Bean. I think it they, was. I think it was. Uh, I think it was. Uh, a. St- he had like a stiff back or something. I think it was a. They back played with issues. Bean, who has been a good backup to yeah. to Daniels because he's come in and won some games for him. He's a good backup. I'm not saying he's not. He is, mm-hmm. but I think not having Jalen Daniels is correct. It hurtful. would have. You know what I mean. Probably would have been a much closer game had they had him, but they didn't. But yes. Right. Uh, yeah, Missouri beat Vandy 38 to 21. We had the Ole Miss LSU game um, that was a top 20 ranked game, 55 to 49 late last night. Mm-hmm. Oregon, Oregon beat Stanford 42 to 6. I'm gonna be honest with you, Oregon so that was like, so so that was uh that was 42 straight points because uh, Stanford went up six nothing. Yeah, and then didn't score yet. Right. Uh and but Oregon looks like the real deal out there. Um, yes. I, I think in the Pac-12 this time. So far, I'm not saying this is only week five, but um, Oklahoma. Yeah, they're, they're playing for W's out there in Oregon. Yeah. You know? yeah they're not yeah. playing for clicks. clicks. Yeah, yeah, I got you. Uh, Oklahoma <laughs> Oklahoma beat Iowa State 50-20. to 20. Um, And then last night late, uh, Notre Dame come back and beat Duke. At Duke, twenty-one to fourteen. Sam Hartman had to score. I think there was only like thirty seconds left uh, when, when yeah. they scored a late touchdown. And then, and then the 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 pride of Fairhope, Alabama quarterback uh, for for Duke went down on the last Rolled drive. And I, I, I I've been busy today. Has there been an update on Riley Leonard? Uh, I hadn't gone and looked for one, but yeah, like I said, got rolled up on um, on his. Yeah. Uh, on his ankle and uh um, it didn't look good i mean he had to be, be helped off the field you know right and he was on crutches at the very end because uh hartman does go by and uh you know kind of say what's up to him before uh 
before leaving the field. Hartman waited. After they the actually game. showed Hartman waiting in the tent. He was waiting. Was getting yeah, he's waiting on him to come out of the tent. Yeah, he's waiting yeah. on him to come out of the tent. So once he came yeah. out of the tent after the game was over, he had. Well, I mean, it was a, it was a great gesture because they yeah. they actually as soon as the game's over, they're they're pulling Hat Hartman over for the interview, and right. the first thing one of the first thing Hartman says is, you know, I want to go check out and, and you know and make sure that. Leonard's okay. Raleigh's okay. You know, right. so it was just, it was a great, it was a great gesture by him. Um, I thought last night, but hopefully I have not heard an update. If you guys are on with us or whatever, you can give me an update on that. I have not seen it today. Been kind of busy, but um, so Tennessee beat South Carolina 41 to 20. Everybody's saying that that's the revenge game. I just don't feel like, I'm sorry, but I know that they beat the crap out of them last year. In, but it was the second to last game last year, um, before the season ended, regular season, um, and this time it's like week five, and it just didn't feel the same to me. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think. Look, I think there may have been a little extra motivation for Tennessee, but I don't think it was like that they sat there and circled it because look, Spencer Radler sits there and says, this was their Super Bowl. No, it's not. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it just didn't feel that way to me, by the way, there's been an awful lot of talk with South Carolina. And I did say before the season that I didn't like the way their schedule started. And I honestly predicted them to be two and three, and that's exactly where they are five weeks into the season. Um, we will see how they finish, but I did not feel great about them having a great, you know, a, a great start to the season. Uh, Mississippi State got beat by Alabama in, in Starkville 40 to 17 last night. On, late. On, on, on one note on that game right there, that Mississippi State Alabama game, this was the first time they had that, that they, uh, Mississippi State threw a passing touchdown. It's the first passing touchdown since the Obama okay. administration. So, yes, let you know that. Yes, against Bama. Yes. It's the first yeah. time that yeah. they had thrown a, had a passing touchdown since 2016, and there have been two presidents since then. <laughs> right. Um, Washington beat Arizona in Arizona last night, 31-24. I've been impressed by Washington as well so far this season. Um, and then Fresno State was number 25, and they beat Nevada last night, 27-9. to So that was the top 25. And if you want to run through some of the other um, leaderboard to give some updates on scores. We'll we'll, we'll get to that. Okay. Uh, so Texas A and M took out Arkansas 34-22 in Jerry World. Um, uh, let's see, Minnesota. Beat has that's three straight losses for them. I believe so. Yes. BYU, LSU, and now A and M. Right. Uh, so, uh, let's see. Minnesota beat Louisiana. Utah State took out. Uh, UConn. Now, here's one that's not a top 25 matchup that you would think, man, this would be a top 25 matchup, or at least one team would be in the top 25, and that's Clemson versus Syracuse. And Clemson, mm -hmm. uh, I think there was one point in the game where they uh, they were able to, I think it was maybe a pick six or something like that, and then they kind of ran away with it because it was kind of close, and then 
They started running away with it about midway through the third. Well, Syracuse quarter. was undefeated before yesterday. Right, right. So far. Uh, and then there was UAB Tulane. UAB held a like a twenty-one to three or twenty-one seven, twenty-one nothing lead on uh, uh, or twenty twenty to nothing lead on Tulane. Uh. Early in the game, and then Tulane came back and went won the game 35-23. Yeah, it was uh, a James, real strange game. Yeah. Yeah. James Madison uh, took out South Alabama 31-23. Uh, the battle of the worst Power 5 teams uh, went the way of Boston College beating uh, Virginia 27-24. Uh, and that was an odd game, too, because Virginia jumped out on top. And I was like, what? Uh, Cal beat Arizona State 24-21. Let's find some other games. Maryland, who's just outside the top 25, beat up on Indiana 44-17. Uh, Purdue beat Illinois 44-19. Rutgers took out Wagner 52-3. Uh, Bowling Green beat Georgia Tech. That was a strange score to me yesterday, too. Yeah. What What happened here? <laughs> I really don't know, um, but I noticed it, and it was a crazy score that I thought. I was thirty-eight um, to thirty-eight to twenty-seven. Houston yeah. took out Texas Tech, or sorry, Texas Tech beat Houston forty-nine twenty-eight uh, in a wacky finish game. Uh, Baylor beats UCF thirty-six to thirty-five. I believe that was a thirty-five to what? With like four minutes to go, I don't know. It was it was a crazy ending to that game. I mean, they Very. scored like four times in the last four minutes and won yeah. the game by one. Uh, Butch Jones in Arkansas State took out Massachusetts UMass fifty two to twenty eight. Uh, South Florida beat Navy forty four thirty. Let's see, Marshall took out Old Dominion forty one thirty four. UNLV beat Hawaii. I'm just kind of going through them. We'll just kind of skip through a few of these because uh, I don't want to read every one of them. Uh, yeah. Rice beat East Carolina 24-17. North Texas took out Abilene Christian 45-31. Georgia Southern beat Coastal 38-28. Troy beat Georgia State 28-7. And Georgia State had been playing really well and won some some games uh, that I didn't think they could win. Um, and Troy looked really good yesterday, I thought. Texas State beat uh, Southern Miss 50-36. to 36. Michigan State lost to Iowa. Iowa beat Michigan State 26-16, so got the one point above the 25-point threshold for uh, <laughs> Brian Ferenc. Yeah. Uh, let's see. SMU beat Charlotte 34-16. Virginia Tech took out Pitt 38-21. West Another Virginia beat. Yeah. What's going on with Pitt? Seriously. Uh, they haven't had a quarterback this year. They had Slovis last year, what? I think, and then they had West a, Virginia took out TCU, which was twenty four twenty one. Yep. For, uh, looks like Bill, Appalachian. Bill looks Brown, like all those Neil Brown haters that wanted Neil Brown on the hot spot seat and uh, and gone, fired. 
he's now started this season four and one. Yeah. Just Only saying. losing the uh who did they lose to? Can't remember who they <laughs> lost to. But uh anyway, Appalachian State looks like they uh, had all they could handle with La Monroe with forty one forty. Um Air Force one big. Yep, Air Force won big, 49-10. Fresno took out Nevada, 27-9. Yep. Yep. So, those are the uh, those are the remaining scores. So the for the uh, for the scoreboard that were the not the top twenty five that you had already had gone through. Yep. Right. All yep, right. Yep. Yep. So. Biggest surprise so far. What's your biggest surprise? Setting, we're sitting at the very first. It's October first. Um, we are through September now. We are basically. This is week six. We're heading into. Um, what do you think is your biggest su- surprise so far? So one of my biggest surprises is LSU has two losses in the month of September. You could uh, say that one of them was going to happen. You could say one of them was going to happen, maybe, you know, depending on what your thoughts were with FSU in that game. Yeah. But to have yeah. two of them by the end of September is uh, a bit of a shock if you thought that they were going to be in contention for the West. So that's one of them. Um, trying to think of there, if there's anything else off the top of my head. Though, that one right there is the biggest one. I mean – Look, Georgia's still undefeated. They haven't looked dominant, but they're still undefeated. And they went into an absolute, you know, hellish environment going into Auburn. Auburn was up for that game. The student section was going nuts. They were, they overcame the environment, even though during the game they looked, you know, kind of sluggish, you know, for almost three quarters of the game. And then Auburn, for whatever reason, couldn't stop Brock Bowers in the fourth quarter, uh, gave it up. I think they gave up 148 pinball. of his. He looks like, he looks like a, a, the pinball just bouncing off attackers. Yeah. And so he got 148 of his 157 receiving yards in the second half. And most of it happened in the fourth quarter, um, which again, you got to be able to stop number 19 and they didn't. Uh, so look, Georgia's kind of surprising with the fact that they're not looking as great, but they're still winning ball games. And at this point, you just got to win, win and you're in. I mean, you may not be number one. You may not be number two. I mean, if you're, if you're undefeated, you're going to be probably number two, especially if you started out number one, you won every game. Uh, so, yeah. but it's, uh. It's just, I think I think LSU having the uh, having the two losses, Texas looking pretty good, you know, without having that that dumb loss that they normally Texas have. They usually a, have a. They usually have that. Though, I think that, you know, that, they usually have that dumb loss somewhere, and uh, they hadn't. Um, but there really isn't anything that's just like a massive shocker, maybe. Maybe Missouri, you know, looking better than what they have over the last few years. Kentucky as well. I mean, but I don't 
I don't think we would have had Kentucky too far off of what their record is right now outside of possibly a loss to Florida. Right. Or, but I mean, even then, you know, with beating Florida the last two years. I, mean, I will say Missouri, I don't know that too many people would have had Missouri 5-0. and Yeah. So, um, but I mean, that's, that's kind of what I've got. What do you have right here? What are your biggest surprises? Well, I mean, I think Washington has looked at an answer the bell from last year. And I think a lot of people didn't expect that they were, they kind of had Washington a little further down in the pecking order preseason wise. Um, and I think Washington has pretty much answered the bell so far. Um, you know, I guess I think USC looking as bad as they have on defense again, even though it's again, I just thought like their whole mantra this offseason, Caleb Williams and stuff was that he was coming back to win a title. You know, um, right, right. You know that they, after winning the Heisman, he wasn't coming back for like individual trophies and and all that kind of stuff. You know, um, and I've been a little surprised at just how putrid their defense looks again, um, which is not a surprise, but it is a surprise. <laughs> well, um, I mean, it's yeah. I, I think that that one right there is not so much a huge surprise. I think it's just. The fact that it, maybe it's shocking that that they're just that that it it seems like they're they're not even trying to get better. I guess I mean that's kind of a weird thing to say. It's I mean, just that so they, weird. I mean, yeah. That the that last you, two you weeks, you want to think that Lincoln Riley is going to put at least some form of something into the defense. You know that that hire somebody that would. Arizona State get the defense, and they had to score late TD to you know to 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 pull away and beat them by two touchdowns. Um, right. And then last week, you know, yesterday you got Colorado. That I mean, Shadir Sanders, if he would have had just a little bit more time, I mean, I'm not so sure that that he doesn't beat him. You know, I mean, the way he was playing in the second half. Yeah. So I mean, you know. So, you know, I don't know. Those, I guess those are my two. Um, I'm really not surprised about Georgia and Alabama as much. Right. Coming into the season, you know, they both were replacing quarterbacks and a lot of other people. But, you know, when you, when you are replacing quarterbacks and, you know, it's supposed to be the top of the food chain, there, there's going to be some ups and downs and some growing pains. Right. And so I'm, I'm not really as surprised over that. But all right. So a look ahead to, to week six. Kind of yep. run through this real quick with you guys. Um, I've got Kansas State at Oklahoma State. Oh, hold on. Um, hold on. They, hold on just a second. Hold on just a second. So week six is when we first get our Wednesday, Wednesday college football. So we will have, I think we have a, a, a massive stretch starting last week or whatever, going through 
you know, mid November or something like that, where we only have like maybe right. a handful of days where we don't days have, that we don't have football, have any sort of football, whether it's college or professional. So, um, right. obviously, uh, Tuesday will be the first day at, that we don't have it, and there may be one or two other Tuesdays or something like that where we just don't have football. Otherwise, you're going to start seeing Maction and a few others that are on Wednesday night. So we will yeah. start seeing some Wednesday night football. And uh, this and Wednesday, you got, you got games on Wednesday night. State. You got, yep, MTSU, um, FIU, and New Mexico State. And Thursday night, you got two games. You got Sam Houston versus Liberty and Western Kentucky La Tech. Um, Friday night is that Kansas State Oklahoma State game. Um, and then Saturday. Now that might be a surprise right there. Oklahoma State and some of the games that they have played because they yeah. are bad. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, I mean, yeah. that's a surprise, too. Like, that they just kind of so the fell off the, the weekend. They have, yeah. but you know their quarterback sitting on the bench at Ole Miss, and I've never, ever, ever, ever understand that move and why that happened. I just, I'm just, I'm still flabbergasted by that move. But anyways, yeah. Uh, so next Saturday, some of the biggest games of the of the week next week to look forward to. We've got Oklahoma, Texas, next week. Yeah. Um, it is the last Oklahoma Texas Big Twelve regular season matchup, um, and I believe it's in Texas. Is that, is that game played? So they play that in the Cotton Bowl. Um, that game's so, played on the Rufus side, isn't it? Huh? It's it's played in the Cotton Bowl, which is halfway between the two. Side? It is. It's. The Cotton Bowl, That's which is a halfway between the two campuses, um, and it's during the Texas State Fair, which is right there in Dallas. So they have that they play that game in the Cotton Bowl outside of the Texas State Fair. So you go over there, you get a bunch well, of fried food. O'clock. It's an eleven o'clock rides. Central Central yes. game. Yep. Um, yep. And it's one of Always. the first games of the day um, on yep. Saturday, and it's Oklahoma versus Texas and. It, that will soon be an SEC game after this mm-hmm. year. Um, yep. Something to look forward to. But it's actually one of the biggest games of the year, almost always. Um, uh, a Big Ten game that actually might be worth <laughs> looking at next week would be Maryland at Ohio State. And it's a 11 yeah. o'clock game. Um, and then you get – LSU versus at Missouri. So LSU coming off of the loss at Ole Miss is now going to Missouri. Missouri setting five and zero, oh, and LSU is three and two. So yes. maybe that's one of the biggest surprises. That one because that one right there might 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 turn out that the the Tigers of Missouri might walk away with that one, and that would be a dead shocker. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, honestly, if Missouri beats LSU next week, it knocks them out of everything. Mm-hmm. Everything. Yep. yep. Because they would have two oh. losses within the conference. Yep. And three knocks losses them. overall. So knocks yeah. them out of everything. 
Washington State. Yep. Washington State goes to UCLA um, next week at two o'clock in the Pac-12. Mm-hmm. Um, SEC big game at two thirty. CBS is Alabama at Texas A&M. This is a game. There are three games in the SEC. This game, the Missouri and LSU game, and the Kentucky Georgia game. I think is going to be big telltale signs on where the pecking order is going to be for the SEC East and West. Mm-hmm. Um, both of these, Alabama and Texas A&M, are still undefeated in conference, whereas LSU and Ole Miss have a loss in the conference already. Correct. Um, so, you know, then let's see, kind of running down some of the bigger games. UCF Kansas might be wild. Yeah, yeah. UCF Kansas might be a wild game to watch. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Might be wild. Yeah. Um, yeah. Of course, you got you got Kentucky Georgia, biggest one of the bigger games of the week next week. I think um, it's it's o'clock on ESPN, six Central Time. Notre Dame, Louisville is at 6.30. Arkansas, Ole Miss at 6.30 next weekend as well. Um, I mean, there's a bunch other that I'm kind of skipping through. but Yeah, Oregon State, Cal, and Arizona, USC being the late games, uh, being the Pac-12 after dark. Um, won't yep. be able to see the pack. Won't be able to see the Oregon State Cal game because that is a uh, Pac-12 network. So, uh, the 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 ten people that have that channel will be able to watch it. Um, if you got Sling but, and you got the sports package, you actually have the Pac-12 network. You may not know it, but you actually have it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So because uh, I found out that I had it, so you know. <laughs> well, isn't that nice? And I didn't even know it, honestly. Yeah. But I found that if you have Sling and pay for the sports package, you actually have Pac-12 Network. So just so you guys know. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Because I think a lot of people probably have it and don't even know they have it. So, But... uh, because I pay for the sports package, so I got like the ACC stuff, and I can watch the ACC huddle, and I can watch the Pac-12 stuff. Um, so it's kind of nice, actually. I, there's a, I get to watch a lot of different uh, college football and college football shows, um, you know, and uh, kind of get updated and catch things on on all about you know the different conferences and teams and stuff like that. So um, next week. Of course, we got the Kentucky-Georgia game. Everybody's going to be wanting to know what Brad thinks probably um, here in the state of Kentucky anyway uh, that knows that I do this, uh, what Kentucky-Georgia is going to be. I'm not even remotely close to thinking um, that Kentucky's going to win this game yet, so I'm, I'm just not there. Um, you know, so – uh, and and probably won't get there. I mean, we're talking – so Georgia has won 22 straight games, y'all. Um, mm-hmm. They have won 
They're 34 and one in the last 35 games. Their, their only loss was to Alabama in the SEC title game. In the SEC title game two years ago, which will now be two years ago. Yes. Yeah. That's their only loss Correct. in the last two plus seasons, two almost two and a half seasons now. That's right. Yeah. Um, you know, Auburn pushed them. Heck, South Carolina pushed them. They were down 14 to three at halftime. That's, you know, um, against South Carolina. So they're, they don't look unbeatable so far. But like John said, you know, they're getting some players back. Starting to get starting to get healthy, um, you know. So we'll see what happens. Uh, but I am looking forward to the game. And usually, I'm like, I'm not even sure I want to watch this game, <laughs> especially the last couple of two or three years. You know, right? Uh, you know, Georgia's just been, I mean, just a buzzsaw, really. You know, mm-hmm. and it's almost like you can't do anything. So, um, but I am looking forward to the game. Um, and you said Auburn's got the week off, so Kentucky's got this one, and then they come back and play Missouri, and then they get a week off. So, um, actually, for Kentucky, in my opinion, if you're a Kentucky fan, the next three ball games is going to determine just how good this season is. Um, we have Georgia. Then we come back and play Missouri at home, get a bye week, and off the bye week, we get Tennessee at home. And I think those three games is going to determine just how good of a season this Kentucky team can have. You know, we have four games after that. We still have Alabama coming to town, and we got go to Starkville, and we got to go to South Carolina, and we got to play Louisville. There's still four games after that, but if we can get through these three games with a statement, maybe, just maybe, Kentucky will have something to say about the SEC East, but we'll see. <laughs> you know, just maybe. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you lose this one, I mean, you're, you're still fighting for number two. Yeah. In the East. Right. Because Georgia's probably not losing two games in the Correct. East. Right. Yep, yep, yep. Yep. If Kentucky beats them, then you have the upper hand in the East. But then you still got to go – you got to go and play Missouri. Um, you got to play Tennessee. You know, you got to play Alabama later in the year. So, I mean, even if Kentucky beats Georgia, there's still a long way to go. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> there's still a, a long way to go. So, um, yeah, you know, that. That's where that's where we are with that. Um, our next show will be Tuesday night, October the third at eight p.m. This is going to be our big fuss show. Um, this is where I pick some hot topics and uh, we do some debates and a couple of segments. You can catch our pick six segment and our no fly zone segment that we do on Tuesday nights, um, and we have a little bit of fun here and. 
kind of go back and forth and uh, we call it the big fuss, the big fuss show. You might not want to miss that. You might catch some of the others because every once in a while, me and John here, we kind of get into it on some of these topics. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. Every once in a while. And Hammonds is on with me on some of the shows and, but we just have a little fun with some of the topics and everything. And that's what the big fuss is about. Uh, so you can catch that on Tuesday night, uh, be October the 3rd, 8 p.m. Central. And we appreciate you guys being with us for the weekend wrap-up show here. Um, and looking forward to week six, you know. I mean, we are – I can't believe that we're already through and we're into October for the college football season because October is kind of the – you know, by the end of October, we should know who the big players are, you know? Yep, 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 yep. We will know by the end of October. Uh, we definitely will know, um, especially because most everybody has uh, some sort of murderer's row during October um, as far as their t uh, several yep. games in a row. Um I know with Auburn, and while Auburn's not a contender, but we by, know, any, by by any by any stretch of the means, but they are going up against you know the end of September they had A and M with Georgia, and then going into October they're off week. Uh, they get start off with the off week, and then they've got at LSU, and then the two Mississippi schools at home. So they did have a bit of a murderer's row, and before we really knew what the Mississippi schools were in uh, September, um, that looked even bigger but it's still big compared to auburn because again auburn's not somebody that's just like a team that you should expect to beat both of those yeah um, i'm not saying at the end of october we'll know who the top four who the four teams are going to be but uh, we should know have a who, good idea we should have a good idea we should know who the 10 or 12 teams and who the players are you know what i mean oh, yeah you'll know who the yeah. you'll know who the contenders are everything right. will be separated right here this is separation month right here yeah so so that's where we are. We're excited about being uh, at, at this point in the season. And we will see you guys for week six um, on Tuesday night. And we'll start it out with a big fuss show. So y'all have a good night.